0: Welcome to Strange Talk with Doc. This is Doc here. I hope everything is good with you and I hope everything is good with yours. We're going to talk about a lot of things here today. I'm going to try to keep it as light as I possibly can. I definitely want to talk a lot about some sports and we're going to do that a little bit later on in the show. But let's kick this bad boy off with the coronavirus. We have 22 million cases worldwide 763,000 deaths. Confirmed cases here in the US of 5.3 million with a death toll at over 169,000. Pretty crazy, huh? You know, Fauci is saying that he has serious doubts about Russia's COVID vaccine. He don't know if it's going to be safe and effective. And you know, we need to figure this out before we start taking chances with this vaccine. We don't know what's going to happen. Now, one of the points that I do want to get to today is, and it's quite simple. Are you so scared that a black woman could be so close to the presidency that you're willing to make the choice and vote for evil orange all over again? And we have a little bit of time to figure this out. Not a lot of time, people, less than two and a half months. We need to figure this out. I already know what my choices are. I'm asking you. I don't know what your choices are. I don't know what decisions you're going to be making when it comes to this type of thing. But I know what my viewpoint is. And I think that a sad situation in America, in the world in general, that black women are looked upon as almost the lowest of the low. Black men go through pure D hell. But let's times at times, too, for black women. They go through the hell that we go through because they love us. They're our mothers, our grandmothers, our sisters, our aunts. You know what I'm getting And so they feel for us with empathy, and then they are even put below us. So you know what? Kamala Harris has a hell of a job to convince the United States of America, especially white men and women... That she is not only qualified, but that she can do this job. And that she is not some kind of uh, stereotype or some cartoon character that they like to make black women out to be. And not just white people try to make black women out to be, but black people also do the same thing. I, I cannot imagine what black women feel on a daily basis, how they're treated in the workplace in general, on television, and commercials, and mass media, it's got to be a difficult situation because I speak as a black man, and I know how we are viewed. We're viewed as aggressive. We're viewed as a potential threat to your health. We're viewed as uh, ministers to society, things of that nature. But if I have some callers, I would like to ask them how they feel about this subject, but we'll see. I'm going to keep this bad boy moving. So Trump Wednesday, he acknowledged uh, this Dr. Scott Atlas is his new COVID-19 advisor. I mean, how did he push Fauci to the side? I don't understand. And, you know, their tagline right now was, we know that the risks of the disease is very low for children, even less than the seasonal flu. We have no data to prove this, that children are less affected by this virus. so i I am very nervous about children going back to school. I don't like them being used as guinea pigs. I don't like the teachers and the faculty used as guinea pigs in this situation. This is all political. We're coming down to the wire. If this was not an election year, Maybe this would have been handled different. But this is an election year, so we have to be honest about how everything is dealt with. Because to tell you the truth, Trump with his bullshit that he must have sent out $3,400 checks to American families to help them deal with the coronavirus at like hour 11 makes perfectly no sense. So he says this Treasury Secretary Steven Munchnik is just waiting for the Democrats. So he wants to blame the Democrats for holding up another stimulus package. And I don't understand it. When out of, out of the kindness of his heart did he decide that, like I said, the 11th hour, send everybody $3,400. I think he's just doing this to to be able to use it as a talking point while he stands there and says, okay, well, his people, his fans, his minions go Well, look at him. He's trying to help us, but they're stopping him. He does this over and over again. He's become a master at throwing out a distraction. He throws it out there to fool you. And then while you're fooled, he does the backdoor. And he probably already has this bill thrown in the garbage. It's been shredded. It's not something that he cares about. It's nothing that he even wants to work on. Because... This is the same guy who is attacking Kamala Harris via the bertha. Once again, a black person gets into position of power or seeks a position of power and he goes directly with this birther thing. So no black people in America are born in America, have the right as citizens of America in this man's eye. I find it bizarre that he would rewind the same thing that he used against Barack Obama. I mean, this is a rewind. It makes no sense. His child makes no sense doing it. Anybody in his party that's using this makes no sense. This woman was born in California. That makes her a United States citizen. So this makes zero sense. And I I wish that he would try to use something that made a little bit more sense. So he taxed the NBA. Once again, oh, they're kneeling, they're disrespectful. We have long gotten past the idea that kneeling or anything like that has anything to do with the flag or the military. And not only that, if you notice, the NBA TNT, ABC, and NBA TV, they have been smart enough to keep the anthem actually off television. Whenever the anthem is played, they're in commercial break, so we don't even actually get to see if there's any form of protest, and then they don't talk about it, which is another smart move. It doesn't piss off the sponsors, it doesn't piss off the viewers, it doesn't piss off anybody because nobody is even seeing what's going on to tell you the truth. At least I have not. The games that I've watched. It seems like the tip-off happens right after that last commercial, and we're back to playing basketball, and you don't even think about the national anthem, which I still think is highly ridiculous to be played at sporting events other than the Olympics. I understand the Olympics 100%. The Olympics make sense because it's a national pride thing. My country beats your country, so you got to listen to my national anthem. So that makes perfect sense. I spent a lot of this week building a website. Uh, It's not easy work, and I have a lot of respect for web designers who come up with this type of thing. I mean, this took days upon days upon days. I had a website that I created last week. I thought it was weak. I admit it was weak, so I trash canned it. And I started from scratch, and I think that I did a much better job. And what I'm doing on this website is I'm combining two things in one. I'm uh, combining, excuse me, the podcast information with my Facebook golf group, which is called Black Golfers. You can look it up. You could just check out my website, all my information, how to reach me, how to get on the show, how to call in. Anything, how to listen is at www.strange talk forward slash my site. Once again, www.strangetalkdoc.wixsite.com talk forward slash my site. The link, a hyperlink will be placed everywhere that this podcast can be heard on the Facebook page. My Instagram page is already linked there. My Twitter page is linked there. And every show, I will add this website so that you can just click on it and see the, any information that you're looking for. And I would appreciate it if you like it, join it, share it with others, join my group continue to listen. I appreciate you. I highly appreciate you. Strange Talk with Doc podcast has went over 350,000 downloads on Talkshoe as of this morning. And I am so proud of that. That is something that I take a lot of pride in because that meant that you helped me and I appreciate your help. I really do from the bottom of my heart. So they released Some information, the interrogation tapes on Tao Teo, one of the officers involved with the George Floyd murder in Minneapolis. So, on this thing, he is saying that he was so focused on the hostile crowd, which was only talking to him. They never approached him, they never came close to him. i don't even know what he's talking about and that he wished that he would have paid a little bit more attention to what was going on behind him well you know what it was a weak excuse very weak he actually outed himself as he didn't care is all it was basically it was an interrogation where he was trying to remove himself from fall but in a manner where it was almost like he lacked empathy for what he heard, what was even going on behind him because he did not even turn around. Maybe he knew in his heart of hearts that if I don't turn around, maybe if something bad goes wrong, I have a chance as an out because i never actually seen it, but I'm not trying to get inside the mind of madness because basically that, that's what that would be me doing getting inside the mind of madness because we know That the A46 with George Floyd plus everything previous to that was sheer madness. I mean, and naturally, he goes to the cop-out. Maybe he was ODing or detoxing off drugs. Why every time they look at us, drugs got to come into place. You know, there are a lot of black men and women in America and the world who do not drink a drop of alcohol, me being one, who do not use any drugs whatsoever, me being one. And it's just, that's the way it is. It's not for any reason. It's just because you don't do it. You know? So this week I had to go and get my car, uh, what is it, state inspection. So while I was there, I figured I'd get some other things done. And I want to tip my hat to Jiffy Lube. Jiffy Lube, they big balled me, man. They they, they took care of my oil. They took care of my filter. They gave me a new uh, wiper blade on my back wiper. I'm very happy with the service that was provided by Jippy Lube. So I'm going to tell Jippy Lube, I appreciate your people. I appreciate the price. I appreciate the energy and effort that was put into it. Now we're going to take a real quick commercial break right here. I thank you for working through the commercial and welcome back to strange talk with doc. And this is doc here. So we got college football and it's kind of weird, right? You got the, You got the power five, three of the power five teams, uh, three of the power five uh, conferences decide that they want to play. And that's the ACC, the SCC, and the Big 12. Now, the Big 12, come to find out, had nine football players from the University of Oklahoma test positive for the virus. Then you have two of the power five who decided not to play. And that would be the Pac-12 and the Big 10. I salute you, Pac-12 and Big Ten, for not putting your kids in jeopardy. ACC, SEC, and Big 12, I don't know what you're doing, man. I really don't know what you're doing. I wish you the very best of luck that you make it through. But we have to look at this geographically. Geographically, the Big 12, the SEC, and the ACC are all Southern to Southwestern teams. We're talking Oklahoma. Nebraska Texas Oklahoma State Alabama Clemson Duke North Carolina and you have to think about where Trump won the election and the states that he won or came close in 2016. so they're kind of keeping for his agenda that we can just go on about life and like the virus is this minor distraction that we have to deal with but like I said through? No. Now that the NCAA has pulled the right for anybody to be crowned champion, does it even make sense to play? But I guess millions upon millions, maybe billion dollars will make you get out there and play. So, But these schools are also sending kids into the classrooms, which makes it an even higher danger situation. Like I said, I'm wishing for the best. I am hoping for the best. And I'm I'm proud of all the conferences who pulled their kids from playing. So the NBA right now, uh, by tomorrow, which will be Monday, the NBA bubble playoff games will be starting people. Yesterday was an outstanding game. You had the Grizzlies play the Trailblazers in a playing game. I thought it was a very good game. John Moran is a hell of an athlete, but he seems to need some coaching He moves a little bit too quick. It seems like he's moving quicker than his mind is going sometimes on the court because he had a lot of turnovers and some in very big moments. But I don't know if they would have beat the Trailblazers back to back. So what I'm going to do right now is I'm just going to go through all my picks of who I think is going to win each one of these series. Okay, we got the Utah Jazz playing the Denver Nuggets. I actually like the Nuggets in this series. I think the Nuggets are just a deeper, better team. We got the Boston Celtics are playing the 76ers. I have to go with the Celtics. The Celtics are a more rounded team. Philly is hurt. They have no Ben Simmons. So the advantage is definitely to Boston. Then we have the Brooklyn Nets. They are playing the Toronto Raptors, the defending champions. I'm going with the defending champions. Good coaching Teakum, uh, Ka- uh, uh, Lowry, uh, the Nets are really minus any star power. I think they're a year away, two years away from really being a top-notch contender for the title. So this is all gravy for the Nets right now. So I'm going with the Raptors. We got the Dallas Mavericks versus the Clippers. This should be interesting. Kawhi's going to have to play every game. I mean... Come on, Kawhi. You're going to have to play every game. The condition of Luka Dantage, but Persingas has been playing well, and those two together are a very deadly combination, but i got to go with the Clippers. we got the Orlando Magic versus the Milwaukee Bucks. I do not really care how Milwaukee has been playing up to this point. I think that they will shift it into gear, and they will handle Orlando pretty quickly. So now we have the Lakers. They're going to play the Trailblazers, right? I think the Trailblazers are going to give them a decent, nice run. But the Lakers are going to win this series. Will it be an easy four sweep? No. They might drag this out six, seven games because there's enough scoring on the Trailblazers' side. But their defense is is horrible. Horrible defense. You got C.J. mccullough Doing a yeoman's effort because he's obviously injured. I believe he has some kind of little bone fracture or something in his back. But he still can score. But the Lakers, this is their time. If they're going to ever have a time, this is their time. This should be one of the most interesting series you got. You got the Heat versus the Packers. No, the Pacers. I'm sorry. I'm talking another sport here. Miami Heat are playing Indiana Pacers. Indiana is a very good team. Miami's a very good team, but I think Miami with the grind will grind out the paces and move on to the next round. Then we have the Rockets versus OKC. And I really need the Rockets to beat OKC. I need them to beat OKC because Chris Paul is one of my least favorite athletes in any sport anywhere. And I don't want to see him move on. I want to see him go home once again. But between Russell and Harding, there should not be any doubt that the Rockets win this series. If they are serious about winning their championship, you got to beat teams like OKC. Now, I want to give two minutes of my time and just give some honor to something and that means a lot to me. And it's the San Antonio Spurs, who for the first time in 23 years have not made the playoffs and I congratulate the San Antonio Spurs on 30 years of outstanding basketball. I mean, outstanding pop. I love you like if I know you, man. The Spurs have brought me plenty, plenty joy in my life, and I have nothing but respect for them. I respect their grind. I respect the way that they played inside the bubble when nobody gave them a chance. It really came down to almost the last day for them, so that was good. I mean, no Aldridge, who I really can do without to begin with. But this is a franchise that won a championship. 99, 2003, 2005, 2007, and 2014. Also went to the finals and lost to Miami in 2013. They had the highest winning percentage of any franchise in any sport, any major sport in the United States or Canada for three decades. They had 18 consecutive 50-win seasons. And they are also tied for the most consecutive player off appearances, like I said, with 22. This being the 23rd year, they could have broke the record. But, you know, a lot of things happened. Aldridge got ill. I'm not going to say that they would have made it if it was a full season. They They would have had to grind at the end to begin with. But I just, like I said, I tip my hat. I'm proud to be a Spurs fan. Easiest choice I ever made was 30 some years ago, leaving the New York Knickerbockers and saying, I can't deal with this garbage. I needed a new home. I needed a new somebody to get behind. And I picked something that was abnormal for a kid from Brooklyn, New York. I picked the San Antonio Spurs. And I, I'm still the only Spurs fan that I really know. I've seen people glom onto them later on in life, but I have never known a Spurs fan who was there with me in the nineties. So I think that makes me kind of special. Now I'm also a fan of another team being a New Yorker. There's a lot of us Dallas Cowboys, but I am coming to a crossroads with the Cowboys. I didn't like Jerry Jones's nonsensical speech this week where he said basically nothing where he stood on his hands during, uh, this whole uprising, this, uh, fight for justice here in America. Jerry Jones did nothing. He said nothing. His players seem to have towed and taken a hiding behind a curtain approach. They are backing Jerry when Jerry is wrong. They didn't pay Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott has said the wrong things. He's he's made it about the flag when he knows it's not about the flag nor the military. So I'm almost to the point now where I think that I need to, let me not give Lawrence a break either. Lawrence has also said and done some wrong things during this period of time. The Cowboys have made an abomination of having so many young black men and then none of them having a voice during a time where everybody with any heart or soul is out there busting their ass and saying and doing the right thing. But I don't know, man. When you've been a, t- a fan of a team for over thirty five years, it's hard to drop that team and start all over again. But I am go I don't know. I'm, I'm 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 really confused about this one. Because there's so many teams that I already because I've been a cowboy fan for so long, there's so many teams that I just say, you know what, I don't like I don't like the cut of their jib. So I could never be a giant fan, which would be taking me back home. The Jets have always sucked my entire life. I couldn't do that. I mean, I can't be a Washington or Philly fan. Those are the rivals. I don't want to just glom onto the Chiefs. That's weak. It's like uh, these people were doing a couple of years ago with the Golden State Warriors. All of a sudden, out of the blue, lifelong Knicks fans. And now they're Golden State Warrior fans, which made no sense. Will never make sense. I think it's weak. I think you'd be better off picking an up and comer than somebody who's already established. But then again, I might just be venting. I might just have to just ride it out for the star and forget about the guys in the uniforms. I'm going to treat them like they're faceless, nameless people because it's always been about the shield. It's always been about the star anyway. When these guys wasn't there, I was a Cowboy fan. When they'd be gone, I guess I'm supposed to be a Cowboy fan the UFC had a big event last night, UFC 252, Milicek versus Cormier 3. I have not seen it yet. From all things that I've heard, it was an outstanding card, and I cannot wait to see it. And I will be spending my Sunday watching this card. Not only that, there's a golf tournament. I'm going to catch up a little bit on that. The shy is back. We got a new program coming out called Lovecraft Country, I, I'm hearing some things about that, both positive and negative. I'll give you a review of that next week. I didn't really have any music that I came across this week to review. And so this is a nice, quick, easy show. And I appreciate you. But I want you to, before we leave, I want you to really think about that. Will the fear that you may have of a black woman being so close to the pre- presidency make your decision? Because the only other choice we got is Evil Orange. I want you to think about that. The way that you stereotypically may view a black woman, even though you might not know a lot of them, instead of judging this one singular woman on her content and character, don't lump her into a ball and automatically eliminate her. Listen to her. Here I'll give her the same chance that you would give anybody else before you make a rash decision November 3rd and pull that lever for the wrong person. Please do that. Be fair. Be open. Sometimes that's all you need to do in life. Who gives you the best opportunity to live and help you to live your best life? Who gives you the best opportunity to be able to speak To foreign dignitaries. And not make this country in a. Who gives you the best opportunity. To get some laws on the books. That are going to help all people. Not one group of people. But all people. So I just would like for you to think about that. And this is Doc. Strange Talk with Doc. I appreciate you listening in. Go check out my website. Share, like, comment. I don't care, negative or positive. I have YouTube. I have, I mean, I'm all over the place. If you check out my website, you'll see that. And I'm going to tell you, like I tell you each and every time, people, peace to you and peace to yours.